Hello neighbors, hello friends. Well, if your neighbors aren't your friends, well, you just pretend that they are. But when they go too far, like complaining that you changed your password on your own Wi-Fi, when your 80-year-old neighbor hits on your 20-year-old guy, where there's a burnout car on their front lawn, and they've got no curtains, but they're watching porn that they made themselves. Well, it's time to do something else Like call Neighborhood watching Call Neighborhood watching Call Neighborhood watching With back and neck Welcome to Neighbourhood Watch with Beck and Nick. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Just, I was actually talking uh, to the listeners, not to you. Oh, well, you were looking at me. <laughs> well, there's very little else I can look at in this room. <laughs> Welcome to you too, then. Thank you. And you are technically a listener. Mm, I am, because I'm listening to you now. And it, Are you, though? Not really. Okay. I'm just thinking about how funny I'll be later. <laughs> Welcome to Neighbourhood Watch, dear listeners. I would uh, especially like to say to one particularly delicious listener called Shane D. Ooh, what does the D stand for? Delightful. Delicious to lovely, perhaps. Shane said, uh, send us a review. Thank you, Shane. Yes, thank you, Shane. That's very nice of anyone to take the time to write a review. And particularly an expletive-laden review, as was Shane's. We loved it. (laughs) He said, you two are so fucking funny. I have to stop driving if I'm listening to you. And I can't tell you how it gladdens my heart to know that somewhere in the world, wherever you are, Shane D for delicious, mm. that you're veering off the road. Yes. <laughs> and this is a public service announcement. <laughs> We're so fucking funny that you should not listen to us in the car unless you're at the lights for a long time. That is exactly right. Really so. long time, like 20 minutes or so. <laughs> Yeah, 20 to 25 minutes. 20 to 25, <laughs> depending on how chatty we get. If you're in roadworks, that's a good time to listen to us. Yes, or in standstill traffic. Standstill traffic. Perhaps there's an accident. You can, you know, hope for an accident and then it stops. You, <laughs> of course, you don't hope that it's a bad accident, just just something that gives you time, that's all. Of course, just a just a just maybe a small mechanical issue that has caused yes, 20 yes. to 25 minutes worth of delays. Yeah, like for the car being on fire. Well, that's not a small mechanical <laughs> delay. But that... That will be a long enough time. You probably get two episodes in on that. We don't want anyone hurt. But a bit of a car fire is quite amazing to see. I saw one recently at the lights. The car, well, it wasn't near me, thank God, caught fire. And I'm thinking, wow, are they going to get out? Because it took them a while to get out. I find that interesting that you're a safety professional and what, you just sat in your car and watched and went, oh, gosh, I hope the people over there are okay. Well, it was a a, uh, crossroads and there were cars going everywhere. It's not like I could run out there and go, oh, my God, I'll help and save you. I just sat there and watched and went, I did think get out of the car because that's the safety person in me. And then I thought about, you know, die hard and fast and furious and every show I've ever seen where the car blows up. And I was a little concerned for the people who were parked, well, 
you know, not parked. Uh, they were just waiting. Were you near the Nakatomi Towers? And you, yes, yes. And you're I was, waiting for a South African terrorist to rappel down the outside of a building. I thought it was. I thought it was on the cards. I thought there was an action movie happening in front of me and then the lights changed and I had to leave. You know, I mean, it's always disappointing, isn't it, when you've got to leave? When you can leave the scene of an accident. Yeah, I know. I had nothing to do with it. Anyway. Anyway. That's so my story Shane. about cars on fire. <laughs> thank you, Shane D. Yes. For taking us down that track. He's delightful and delicious and lovely. Now, it is my episode today, and today I would like to thank my beautiful friend Alison, my my wee Scottish friend Alison, for she emailed me and she said, I don't believe you've done an episode yet on neighborhood disputes. Oh, well, they just Really something happening around us, aren't they? (laughs) Well, apropos your story of uh, just watching a car burn. Yes, yes. (laughs) Sometimes you can be involved in the neighbourhood dispute, as I was at one point, and I will tell you about that later. Or Alison, when she uh, sent this idea for an episode, she uh, affixed an article. Oh, Alison, thank you so much. (laughs) I mean, that, that is not only reaching out to us, but also doing our research for us, and that's what I love. She's the perfect package, honestly. She is. She's she a perfect is. listener. She is. She. We want more of her. More Alison. We want listeners who have pull and reach and... No celebrities. Oh, no, we want celebrities. No, no, who know as oh, in K-N-O-W. Who knows celebrities as opposed to no celebrities? (laughs) No. So please give us celebrities and give us the peasants as well. Everybody wants the plebs. Do we want the peasants? Oh, yeah. You've got to have some people idolising you and (laughs) worshipping you from afar. Stalking us and, oh, oh, go down the AVO track. Yeah, all right, that sucks. Don't want that. Yeah, we don't want that. Mm -mm. We don't want that. So I think it's hard to stalk a podcast. Oh, I mean, it? you could listen to it all, but that's it. We could give it a crack. Oh, okay. Let's see. We'll I'm give sh- it a shot. We'll give it a shot and report back. Okay. I'm sure a lot of people stalk Joe Rogan. Ah, but for what reason? I only go by the gossip. <laughs> by the by word on the street. Word on the street <laughs> in the podcast street <laughs> is he's a bit controversial. Ooh, maybe we could be controversial. I might say something. You don't think we're already controversial? I'll say something later about vegetarians or something. I'll say something <laughs> something outrageous about. I'd like to know who we haven't insulted yet, but anyway. Um, if yeah. there's a list, we'll get onto it. Yeah, okay. Mm. All right. Oh, well, that's actually, yes, we should play like a bingo game mm. and we can just tick things off. You know, we've offended middle-aged white men. Oh, that was easy. <laughs> We've offended sluts. Well, yeah, we've slut shamed. Yep, we've offended both ourselves and others. Oh no, <laughs> offended vegetarians, vegans. Yep, people who set their cars on fire. We've offended them. Mm. All right, I'll get a list get going. I'll get, get on, on with it. it. I'll get on it. Uh, actually, Alison, could you do that research for us? You're pretty oh, good at it. Yeah, so. that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not busy, Alison. You can do that <laughs> for us. Nothing else to do. So the article she affixed to this mm. uh, suggestion was I like a, the way you say affixed. A most fixed. people just say attached. Am I most people? No, Nick? no, you are. You are not just the food wanker. You are the word wanker. The word wanker. I My husband like would say that. I got a T-shirt the other day. Outrage. I'm glad you got one. <laughs> 
That's good. Just the one. <laughs> Normally I walk around boobs out. No, I got a T-shirt the other day. Oh, well, I got two T-shirts Ooh. Ooh, that both make me laugh. Big day shopping. <laughs> Big day on the internet for me. Big day at Kmart. I'm clicking my way around a keyboard. No, the first one says, I'm silently correcting your grammar. Oh, God, that is you. Because my husband hates writing shopping lists and then going shopping with me because I inevitably wrestle the shopping list of him and then make that noise because I'm like, <laughs> that's a funny way to spell dooker. Yeah. Who puts an apostrophe there? So apparently, this is what he tells me, that he purposely spells things very badly on the list. As a way to, <laughs> you know, he's getting ahead, like getting ahead of me. Like if he spells everything phonetically, mm. then he can be in on the joke mm. rather than be the joke. Yes, yes. And and look, that is quite a feeble attempt, Phil, to uh, <laughs> to cover up your flaws and, and your obvious faults. Oh. But, you know, maybe he's looking to give you something to do, a bit maybe, of a project. Maybe he is. And I tell you what, that if that is his only flaw, which I think it is, mm. then I'm a pretty lucky little lady. Only flaw, hey? Mm. <laughs> oh, no, he's pretty awesome. Uh. And the other T-shirt that I got is a cat, a cartoon cat mm. with a gun in each hand, and it's just got <laughs> just got the slogan "Pew pew, motherfuckers!" <laughs> and I laugh like a hyena every time I put it on. It's so stupid. No, I, I get that. Most of my T-shirts are Doctor Who T-shirts, but mm. I do have one that says, hang on, let me overthink that because <laughs> that makes me laugh. And the other one is surely not everybody was kung fu fighting. Oh, I love that. I love. You wore that the other day. I know. Every time I put it on, I think I am the funniest person I know. <laughs> Even I, though I didn't come up with the T-shirt, I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it. I'm, wearing I'm out it. there with it. Well, mm. I drove past. What are those cars? What are the... um. The super fast, quiet cars, Elon Musk, uh, Tesla. I drove past a Tesla the other day Mm -hmm. and the license plate was Pew Pew, P-E-W, P-E-W. And I kept pulling up beside it and going, motherfuckers, (laughs) and laughing like a 12-year-old boy. Yes. Anywho. Yes. Alison attached. Yeah, episode's over now. Yeah, okay. We'll talk about it next time. Okay. (laughs) No, she attached an article and it was about a neighbourhood dispute in the UK. Mm Mm-hmm. A, Not in the US, because normally we always say, oh, you know, only mm, in the US. Yeah, no, no, this was in the UK. And okay. I knew that because the wording in the article, like the headline of the article was, we were absolutely gutted. Oh, yes, and that's I, UK. I, yeah, and I thought, that's a UK article. Gutted. So apparently what happened was neighbour A and neighbour B live next to each other. Mm-hmm. And on neighbour A's That's really convenient, side, isn't it? It is. If your your name's neighbour A and your neighbour B. Look, for the porpoise, oh. for the porpoise of this story, <laughs> I'm just saying neighbour A and neighbour B rather than, you know, Sheldon... Uh, Darcy. Mm-hmm. So neighbour A and neighbour B live beside each other. They've got and their driveways run parallel to each other. And neighbour A has a delightful fir tree. Oh, okay. On, on their property, which mm-hmm. are, which is just like some sort of pine tree. Yes, that they've topiarized into a giant ball. Okay, so okay. they have a a decorative tree. It's a you decorative can... <laughs> tree. Sure. A very large bonsai, right? I'm yes. there. Yes, on their driveway. And the part of the ball, the greenery, mm. is on the neighbour's driveway. 
And those neighbours, okay. okay, and mm-hmm. those elderly neighbours did not like this because those fucking birds come and sit in the tree. What What fucking birds? Just birds. Just what, they with, hate birds? They hate birds with beaks and feathers. And they thought the birds were just cluttering up the tree and oh. making a mess. I know. And I've found that the whole of the earth has too many fucking birds. Well, They're just cluttering up the world. Well, these people have come up with a solution. Mm-hmm. And that solution was to engage the services of a tree surgeon who, oh. who came and cut <gasps> half the tree oh. that was hanging over their property. Oh, no. Now, people do that all the time. You know, mm. like, I don't want branches hanging over. But what makes this so funny is because the tree was like a perfect ball, yeah. it's now a perfect half a ball. <laughs> and ironically, half an orb. Half an orb. <laughs> That's exactly right. And what makes this to me even funnier is on the neighbour A side, it's like a, you know, a sort of a round impenetrable ball of leaves. Yes. Neighbour B, who hated the tree, have Mm. now exposed the innards of the tree, making it far more accessible to things with beaks. Oh, yes. Why didn't they ask them to make it into a square and then they could have the flat side on their side? You could go over and say, I understand you have a spherical bent, (laughs) however... Because we don't like fucking birds and anything to do with nature and we want it all to die, we would like you to have a square and then they could still have a decorative tree just in a new shape, you know, and sometimes you need a change. You do need a change. Mm. I thought the other option might be what you did to the protea (laughs) in the front yard. I did nothing, Dave, nothing. Where you poisoned it. So you could just sneak out one day and poison the tree. Mm, I, the- think, I think poison's a very strong word there, Beck. <laughs> very strong. <laughs> or the other thing I'd do if I was neighbour A now is I would erect the maximum legal number of aviaries in my backyard. Oh, yeah, And I would engage the services of the largest birds that I could keep in a domestic residence. Oh, Oh, and here comes our shipment of ravens. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Ah, the albatross has arrived, sweetheart. (laughs) And the macaws. Where will we put it? Next to the toucans? Do you think the pelican will be happy? (laughs) I'll dig a pond. As long as we don't put him too near the cassowary enclosure. Gosh. So they just did it without telling anyone? Yes. Yes. So I don't understand why why you wouldn't have at least a conversation. You know, there are plenty of shapes they could have had that didn't fall over their side. I mean, there's nothing they can do about the birds. Well, I think there was, in fairness, I think there was a conversation and that conversation was, hey, hmm. Fuck that tree off. Oh. We don't like it. Yeah. And then other neighbours went, no, it's a nice tree. It's been there for 25 years. And they went, well, you're forcing us to take it into our own hands. That's and right. And by that we mean we're mm. going to cut it in half. Yeah, that's right. You fuck off. No, you fuck off. No, you fuck off. Oh, this is getting very adult here. Which is typically how a neighbourhood dispute starts. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And you wonder how does it get to that point where there's just zero Zero way that they can communicate with each other. Well, this is why I've said to you many times, this is Mm -hmm. why Phil and I are trapdoor spiders. Yes. Because if you 
have any sort of relationship with any kind of neighbor and it goes south yes then you've got not you have to leave this you have to move out of your house you pretty much do it just becomes uh, untenable doesn't it you just have to pack up and go or get them out so you get stuck into me for saying a fixed and you just casually drool out well, untenable. Well, I'm hanging out with you and then my my wank words just come out everywhere. I'm going to bring out taxonomy in a minute. Oh, you know what? Mm. I'm silently correcting your grammar. <laughs> Could I? Oh, hang on, let me overthink that. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't care. <laughs> Boom, motherfuckers. <laughs> The other thing that Alison was telling me, which I got a great laugh out of, so this wasn't necessarily a dispute, but she said where her mum used to live, the kitchen window looked over to the neighbour's kitchen window. Yeah. And the woman that lived next door was a real busybody. And Mm -hmm. so whenever Alison's mum was in the kitchen, like she'd be doing something and she'd look up, the other woman would be in the kitchen as well and she'd wave and like point, like let's go out the front of the house and have a chat and, you know, gossip. And her mother had the absolute dick of this so replaced the glass in her kitchen window with frosted glass oh good idea which I would have just uh, and I'm like oh I'd love to know the steps like did her mother accidentally in air quotes you know (laughs) throw something at that glass to break in order to justify oh gosh yeah we had to get the glass replaced no they only had frosted in stock and you know what are you gonna do what are we gonna do (laughs) it looks good when my grandma was the same she couldn't walk down the back steps to hang the clothes out Mm. because her neighbor would come over and tell her all the gossip Mm. in town and then we'd turn up to visit my grandma and she'd say you know, Mrs. Bridge said this. Do you think that's right? We go, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think anyone was doing it with kittens, okay? I think <laughs> well, it's famous, all okay. Famously Dave. No, well, just Dave. But Dave wasn't there. <laughs> During his white supremacy phase. <laughs> um, Everyone has faults, I've pointed out before. <laughs> I wonder if that neighbour that lived next door to you when you were heavily pregnant and ironing in the nude, I wonder if they thought back to that day and wished that there'd been frosted glass or, conversely, mm. if they'd had a set of binoculars. Well, she was quite the gossip mm. and I'm pretty sure she knew everything that went on. And, of course, you know there's always one house where it's just like the uh, Bogan house where mm. everyone yells and carries on. That was it. Oh, okay. So it was kind of hard to miss, I suppose. And that was usually just him saying, hello, how'd your day go? <laughs> Uh, Now, tell me, Mm. have you ever been involved in a neighbourhood dispute? Well, I have because, remember, we had the episode about Swampy where that got quite nasty um, and it was only that we moved cities Mm. or towns Mm. that that didn't escalate into something more. And we would often catch him jumping the fence and turning some of our taps off because he was sure that they were making his little swamp swampier. Well, Technically, they would have. Why were all your taps on? No, no, he'd turn off taps like our grey water tap. Oh, okay, not just that you didn't have all the taps running. (laughs) That's why. (laughs) What do you mean? We can't have our taps all at your place. Fuck you. (laughs) The man had a point. (laughs) Fuck you, Swampy. No, we weren't doing. We even got a plumber in and got some stuff moved to try Mm. and keep him happy, and he still wasn't happy. So. So I had that's the, that's the only thing, but I have wanted, desperately wanted to get into a neighbourhood scrap Ooh. with several of the neighbours that I've had in the past. Mm. 
people that I would just like to go over and say, you fucking shit me, I fucking hate you, mm. don't look at me and shut your face after 6 o'clock. Oh, I would find that very strangely arousing but also <laughs> intimidating. <laughs> but I am an absolute coward, right? Mm. I hate confrontation. Mm. I mean, I think if resurrection was more, you know, prolific, I would then just tell people, no, I'm sorry, I'm dead. Get Dave to say, no, Nakia, she can't come to the front door. She's dead. Oh, no, she's risen again. <laughs> I absolutely hate confrontation and I am really fucking brave behind a microphone or in the comfort of my own home. Mm. So I have never done that, but I have thought about it, dreamt about it. Oh, I mean, it's so, it's so close I could taste it sometimes, but no. You have an opportunity here, my love, mm. because we know you'll shortly be moving. I will. So whilst you will be moving within this same suburb, yes. you could still take the opportunity on your way out of this street to have a crack. I should because <laughs> there's people up this street or next to me uh, that park next to each other. And, uh, you know, in these little estates, they've got these tiny little streets and you can't drive through. And that shits me. That shits me. Well, my husband. Get as your car and fucking put it in the garage. Okay. My husband, as you know, is a firefighter. Mm. And whenever they build a new estate or we're driving through streets like this and mm. he just goes, well, if anything caught fire here, it would burn to the ground. I uh, couldn't get a fire truck through. Hey, that's true. Mm. That's what I re- That's why we're moving away from a place like this. I hate these places. They're like, there used to be that song that they taught us in camp when I was like, I don't know, a kid. Mm. And it was. Sex li- camp? Li- yeah, sex camp. Yeah. Little boxes on the hillside. Little boxes made a ticky tacky and they're all made out of ticky tacky and they all look just the same. That's what this place is like. But I mean, no, our backyard looks like a prison exercise yard. I mean, it does. I, I will vouch for it that. Does. Go for a walk out there and I'm, I'm waiting for the screws to call me back in. I, I tell you, when I'm out there, I certainly do not bend over. No, no. no. Look, I checked Dave. He hasn't shank me <laughs> while I'm there. It's hideous. And by shank you mean. Mm. Mm. Well, hey, nobody could see in anyway. <laughs> Just hear your screams. Except the kid on the trampoline. What are they doing? What are they doing? What are they doing? What are they doing? I love it when he gets out of the trampoline because Rax is our dog, our puppy, goes out and goes, he's there, he's gone, he's there, he's gone, he's there, he's gone. Where did he go? Where did he go? Where did he go? No, well, I think you've got an opportunity. So you could you could commence a neighbourhood dispute and then I move. Think that, I think that's a good idea. And, and go out in a blaze of glory. Like say, you know, you listen here. You, oh, actually, the people up the street with the the tire, the painted tire oh, yeah. thing. The, the beautiful <laughs> three dirty old tires I painted white and threw them in the garden and went, art, yeah, that would be good. That's art. That's fucking not art. It's not so much art as an installation. Oh, my Lord. And you could just, like, you know, go out in the street and rage against the machine, rage against everyone, and then mm. go, that's it, I'm leaving. Yeah. And then the next day the removalists turn up and off you go. Yeah, that's a good idea. I could set fire to the cars that park next to each other. The the tyres, I could set fire to the tyres. It'll smoke the suburb out. They'd, 
years to come. They burn for days. They do. They do. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. You know, the only flaw in this plan is that you're actually what? moving to the same suburb, so oh. you're still going to run into them at the local yeah. place and yeah. you're hard to miss because yeah. you're very tall and blonde and lovely. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, that's a problem, isn't it? I'll get Dave to do it. He's very nondescript. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be described by my partner. <laughs> it's nondescript. I often walk in a room and go, I wonder where Dave Oh, there he is. I'm kidding, Dave. I'm kidding. Oh, dear. You know he's been sitting here the whole yeah, time. What? <laughs> oh, shit. That's embarrassing. <laughs> oh, poor Dave. All right. So what was your story? Uh, well, my story was there was a rental that Phil and I used to live in uh, prior to children when we were young and fabulous. And uh, we would generally wake up on a Saturday morning hungover like bastards. I hate that. And uh, the people next door had three, I think there were three or four or five or maybe even six young children. And look, to be honest, there could have been one child, but because I was hungover, it just sounded like there was so much. It's it's like stereo kids. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was just sort of random screaming. And obviously the parents would go out on a Saturday morning because the kids would go feral. And so what we used to do- Off to the casino- could have been off to the strange time to go to the casino on a Saturday morning. Oh, although I suppose. Yeah, go, go when you like. Float 24 your boat. hours. <laughs> if their pay had just come in and they wanted to blow it all on black or red, <laughs> they, why they not? Feed, they feed you breakfast if you're a high roller. <laughs> I don't think, yeah, footnote, I don't think these people were high rollers. So these children would be feral and carry on and Phil and I would have the absolute, like it, it would just drive us nuts. So what we would do is pop on a little bit of suicidal tendencies or maybe regurgitate or Um, dead Kennedys and then we'd put the speakers, because this is old school, then we'd put the speakers at the bay window facing next door to the kids and blast them with some highly inappropriate lyrics from, you know, some quite thrashy bands. Yeah. And then they would scream, you know, like scream at us to sort of get over the the top of the sound. And I am not proud of myself. Your neighbourhood dispute <laughs> was, was with a, a bunch of small people, <laughs> teeny tiny primary school students, and maybe not even, maybe not even primary, <laughs> primary school. I hate those kids in kinder. <laughs> those kinder kids just need to get it together. Oh, those asshole toddlers next yeah. door. <laughs> so that's what we would do. So and then and then the parents would come home. So we'd all we. We'd be exhausted from, you know, thrashing music and well, them yelling at us. It is really hard to hold a, a ghetto blaster out your window. Isn't <laughs> it, it is. Or as, a, or as my mother called it once, a gecko blaster. <laughs> <laughs> and it would. That's well, a brilliant business idea from your mother, a gecko blaster. Gecko blaster. I've got geckos all over my house. Yeah, well, you hold it up and go, nah, 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 and they fall down. <laughs> Like stunned, and then you throw them out the window, and then I throw them out the window. Mm. Oh, your mother's onto something. She is. So then their parents would come home, and there'd be dead silence from us and the kids for the next six and a half days until it started again. Oh my god, the kids probably enjoyed it. Although if they were toddlers, they probably still have like PTSD, and they're still dealing with their issues of. <laughs> Every time they hear the suicidal tendencies, yeah. they get like, oh, yeah. get all sweaty and nervous and I don't know why. Yeah, hi, how are you? this is my new friend. She's she's a redhead. Oh, 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 my God, oh, my God, I'm triggered, I'm triggered. <laughs> Most people are when they see redheads. Mm, I know. Hi, Ruby Doobie. Mummy mm. loves you, darling. I love red hair. 
Yeah, I'll get But not in <laughs> but I put one in your soup and you crack the shit. <laughs> yeah. I didn't want it in my soup. Just my sandwich. It's always contextual, isn't it, where people want hair? They mm. want they want nice shiny hair on your head and stuff like that, but you just put one single strand in their food and yeah. oh, oh no. Phil now. loses his mind. I can't eat now. <laughs> oh yuck. All right, so that's it, Neighbourhood Disputes. Alison, thank you, darling. Thank you for sending us that suggestion. Thank you, Alison. I am indebted to you for the research, for the time, for sending an email, for using the (laughs) World Wide Web and really, you know, reaching out for us. Not as good as a comment from the lovely Shane D. Shane D for delicious. Until next time. Keep your ear to the ground, your nose to the grindstone, and most importantly for neighbourhood watching, keep your beady eyes peeled. That's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having us in your canals again. Pew pew, motherfuckers. Clean your canals out. Goodbye. Bye. You can follow Neighbourhood Watching with Beck and Nick on Facebook. Please give our page a like and post your own funny neighbourhood stories. We are also on Twitter at NWWBAN Podcast. You can also rate and review us on your favourite podcast app. Please tell your friends, family and, of course, your neighbours to listen to our podcast. And... Feel free to wildly exaggerate how hilarious it is. This has been a production of The Nerd Infinite. And then the sound of dragons spitting fire and stuff. What? Why are you looking at me like that?